Hey, welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Libby, one of our uh, forum posters, a loyal Gold Derby member. You've been, I, I think, posting or you know predicting on the site since 2014, I believe, as a as a member. So a longtime member. I'm talking to Libby, who is in New Zealand, because Libby, you were tied for the best predictions among everybody uh, on the Golden Globes TV nominations. You got 80, 81%, 82% right. Uh, an incredible mark. So congratulations on that. Thank you. And thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. So yeah, so I want to, we'll go through this. Uh, you did a great job. I, you know, we, before we started recording, I was saying, you know, we'll start with the, the drama series. Uh, you went really hard on Bridgerton, which the Golden Globes somehow did not. I, I guess, you know, I really believe, you know, uh, that Bridgerton was going to make it, but it just seems like a very typical Globe show. You had it predicted in, in Best Drama Series, I believe Best Actor and Best Actress. Uh, I no, not think best actor. I just you had just actress. best actress and drama. Yeah, series. yeah. And uh, it missed the mark, but uh, you did great. So, so the drama series nominees for those listening who don't know uh, were The Crown, Ozark, The Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, and I have the other one here. It's Ratchet. <laughs> it's Ratchet. Wow, I, I have like a mm. mental. Libby, I have a mental block on Ratchet for some reason. I've been, uh, you know, when I was looking seriously. at it before, I kept like looking at your predictions and then going and seeing like, which ones did she miss? And I was like, oh, I just looked and I can't remember what it was. It was Netflix's Ratchet, Ryan Murphy yeah. show. Did it surprisingly well. It had uh, three nominations. But anyway, your predictions, Libby. So you had uh, The Crown, Ozark, Mandalorian, and like we said, Bridgerton and Perry Mason, another good pick. But let's focus on the three that you got right here. The Crown, Ozark, sure. and Mandalorian great shows the crown seemingly is just a no-brainer right like uh yeah like big netflix hit had a ton of nominations i think had six nominations overall uh really strong so uh, do you have that predicted to win now on sunday yeah um i mean it just seems like the obvious thing it's obviously not a new show which i guess the golden globes usually like which is why it went so hard on bridgerton Yes. But I can't really see anything else winning because they don't like Ozark. No. And I don't think it's going to go to The Mandalorian. So I think, no. yeah, it, it just seems like it has to be The Crown. I don't know what else it would really be. It seems it's not going to be that, Ratchet. No, it's probably not going to be Ratchet, though. Now that we said it, maybe it will be after all this. But oh. no, I agree. I think it is going to be The Crown. Uh, are you a fan of The Crown or you just were like, oh, I want to pick The Crown because it's like obviously, like you said, like such an obvious I have Golden not Globes watched. Hit. You have I have not, not watched, watched one minute of The Crown, no. Wow. Oh, it's really good. I think you'd actually enjoy it. It's a quite <laughs> a good show. And this last season was probably its best season. Uh, but yeah, no, that's funny. So what, what shows do you like to watch uh, from the drama series, let's say? I mean, like, The Good Fight is never going to get in, but it should. Yes. Especially for that last season, which they obviously had to end early, but it still ended on a good note. Um, great show yeah there hasn't really been that much this year i mean i think i've been watching more comedies than anything yeah well let's talk about the comedies the nominees for the golden globes were uh the flight attendant the great schitt's creek ted lasso and of course emily in paris uh, or i think it's called emily in paris, emily in paris. I think is how they'd like you'd like you to say it uh yeah. incredible uh, sh- uh just a, a kind of one of the more you know, shocking Golden Globe nominations, I think, in the history of the show are an immediate punchline uh, to mock the Hollywood foreign press. Uh, you did not have it picked, I, I don't believe. Uh, no, nobody I... seemingly did. Uh, you had the other four. 
and yeah. I believe you had, uh, let me see here, do you remember and who you Ted had? Lasso, Shit's Creek, Lasso, Shits Creek, The Flight Attendant, and The Great. And then oh, Zoe's and then Zoe's Extraordinary, Extraordinary Playlist, yeah. I, I also predicted too, it's just, again, going with the idea that the Golden Globes love the new thing. Uh, exactly. We just picked the wrong, we just picked the wrong new thing. They went with Emily and Perry and not Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So this is a great roster. All of these shows are great. Um, do you have a do you have a preference or do you have a prediction on what will win? Because I think the the conventional wisdom is perhaps Shit's Creek, right? Coming off its like final season and like yeah. Emmys and stuff. But like, what do you think? Well, I just want to say that there was an article that came out a couple of days ago about the Hollywood Foreign Press, and supposedly yeah. they flew a whole bunch of people from the HFPA to the Emily and Paris set. Yes. And put them up in hotels and stuff. So I think yeah. maybe that's how it got in. Yes, that's true. The LA um, Times just ran a big piece on the, the Hollywood Foreign Press uh, talking about its members and stuff. And there was a there was a set visit when Emily and Perry was actually, this is, it, it's a, it's funny that it bounced around so much, but it was actually, I think, originally produced by Paramount. Paramount, Europe, right? Yeah. And it was going to air on there. So this is like a couple of years ago, they flew for a set visit. And then, uh, yeah, the Hollywood Foreign Press got these, you know, like kind of a, a lavish stay, let's say. I remember when the tourist uh, was nominated a bunch. That was another talking point that they flew to Vegas for, I think, the junket there, maybe similar for burlesque. So it was not. Okay. <laughs> so they do do that a lot. And you're right. That's, I think, probably, you know, at least maybe part of the reason why it got in. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. It's not a good show. I did watch no. it. No. Yeah. Because I really like Younger. So I thought, oh, this could be okay. But no, I Same. remember when it was going to be on TBS and. Yeah, younger. Yeah, it did move job. around a lot. It so, what do you think show. here then? So, what do you think is going to win? Um, I mean, conventional wisdom would say that they don't want to seem dumb by not giving it to Shit's Creek. Right. But I actually think it's probably between two, and that's Ted Lasso and the flight attendant. Very more so than in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so both uh, both new shows, uh, both yes. really really fun I, I i personally really love the flight attendant i found it so much fun me too and, uh really like a it's just an inc incredibly entertaining watch but i agree ted lasso does feel like the kind where you're just like oh all of a sudden like ted lasso wins and everybody's just like oh what a bummer that shit's creek didn't win but also all these shows are actually quite good uh except for emily Paris. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> like, uh, any of these that would win uh could be fun uh, but yeah, Ted, I, I could see I could see both of those winning. I mean, the flight attendant winning would not be totally unheard of, especially because I think also Kaylee uh, uh, Cuoco is going to win probably. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. So that's the other thing. And she, you had all these right. You nailed this one. So you had Lily Collins oh, in here. Uh, I did. Jane yes. Levy for Zoe's <laughs> playlist. Elle Fanning for the great Kelly Cuoco for Flight Attendant and Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek. That's the best actress in a comedy series. I seem to be good at this category because I went five for five at the Emmys as well. So you really have the, what your finger on the pulse there. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure what it is, but yeah. So yeah, no, she could. I, I feel like Kelly Cuoco winning would be very globesy. And uh, very well deserved. She's a great actress and she's really good on this show. She's just so fun. Great. Uh, and there was that video of her crying when she found no, out she got the Golden Globe nomination. So, and, and this is Catherine O'Hara's first nomination. So right. she's, I don't think I like her much. Right. It, it could yeah. be. And then an actor, you know, Jason, you had all five in the actor as well Jason Sudeikis, Rami Youssef, Rami, Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek, Nicholas Holt for The Great, 
and Don Cheadle for Black Monday. Again, like, I think people are maybe going to predict Eugene Levy because he, obviously he won the Emmy and stuff, but like Jason Sudeikis feels ascendant in this category. And really, uh, like, again, another strong possibility to win, which leads you to believe like, that maybe- definitely. Yeah, so then you lead, that yeah. leads you to believe that it could be one of those other two, those two shows for comedy series, because, you know, if the actors are going to win, then maybe one of those That's exactly win. my thinking is that, yeah, um, actor and or actress usually goes with series so, right. so there yeah. you go so that could be that could be an upset and then and then limited series uh, again you got all five right here queen's gambit unorthodox normal people small acts and the undoing queen's gambit seems like one of the biggest locks of the night i have a hard time imagining any of these other shows uh winning though i could probably convince myself of a normal people win just because it's again it's like a new thing and like you know it's it's not american as a production but i don't know i could i think queen's gambit will obviously run away with this what well, you you obviously you are also picking queen's gambit it seems i have not seen the queen's gambit either <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's gonna win <laughs> um yeah i i do agree that normal people is probably number two despite all of the acting nominations that the undoing has but Paul Meskel not getting in is just too much of a red flag for me to go against the grain and not pick the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. predicted uh, Paul Meskel, and again, another seemingly safe bet. He just seemed like such an obvious choice, but no, he was Did. not nominated in, <laughs> in place of Mark Ruffalo, Hugh Grant, and Brian Cranston were all nominated, and then I, it's Ethan Hawke and uh, who was it? Daniels. Last? Jeff Daniels from the Comey Roll. Wow, uh, just playing. Uh, Playing Comey, uh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I didn't do that well in this category. <laughs> no, you had three of the five, but again, yeah. I think you're, you know, I also picked you, Jackman. I guess I was, you, Jackman, I feel like was snubbed here and also at the uh, SAG Awards. And I just, I didn't yeah. understand it because I was like, that movie was quite uh, really well liked. And again, like he's, it gives a great performance, he, you know, or it just seemed like a natural fit for a nomination, but no. Uh, I think it's just been too long to be honest it came out I'd say almost a year ago right yeah give or take a few months yeah yeah it came out right at the the top of the pandemic I remember Mm -hmm. and it was on HBO so yeah so what do you what do you predict what do you expect in this category now two of you no Paul there do you you (laughs) um I mean everyone I've listened to is saying Mark Ruffalo but I think Hugh Grant's gonna win New Grant is a great prediction yeah. and seems really, really, really in line with the Golden Globes. And again, they really like The Undoing. It had three nominations, I believe. So uh, it, did. it seems well, like that's Actually, a, it had four. Yeah. Had yeah. Four because Donald Sutherland also. That's right. Him. I forgot Donald Sutherland. Wow. How could I forget Donald Sutherland? But yeah, there he was, <laughs> the supporting actor. Uh, another another one. You had, you had four of the five in supporting actor. You missed uh, Tobias Menzies for The Crown. And I believe they picked... Uh, Jim Parsons, Jim Parsons for, Hollywood. for Hollywood, another Ryan Murphy special. Uh, yeah, you know, a surprise there, perhaps. Uh, though, to be fair, you haven't seen The Crown, but Tobias Menzies, not the biggest role in this last season of The Crown. So I, as someone who, I, I was not super surprised that they left him off, though I know yeah. he's got obviously like such a good uh, fan base from Outlander as well. Um, I think to be honest, I just didn't want to pick Jim Parsons. <laughs> Because I watched 10 minutes of Hollywood and I was like, that's enough. I don't need any more of this. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another, another Netflix show. There you go. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so that one, I think I, I could, based on that, I actually think my prediction in that category, tell me if you think this is, uh, Dan Levy probably is like the 
popular pick again because of Shit's Creek's yeah. enormous, uh, you know, cachet. But I, I, I keep going back to John Boyega for small Boyega? acts. Yeah, yeah, I really could see him winning because I think, again, it's like a, you know, the British production of that. It's a great, you know, it's a great role. And like, you know, I think I just could see that happening. I, I, he's a big star. He's a bigger name than Dan Levy, probably for based on just Star Wars alone. No offense to Dan Levy. Uh, but yeah, like I could just see John Boyega winning. I don't know. Uh, now that we're actually like... talking about this, I realize that I don't have Shit's Creek winning anything, which no. is probably wrong on my part. Though maybe not, but, um, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the wildest uh, twist because you know the Golden yeah. Globes. I don't think they've ever really liked the show, and no. it already won at the Emmys. And sometimes I feel like you can't tell me if you think this is totally off base. And who could say we're speaking on behalf of Hollywood Forum or you know about the Hollywood Forum press? But I'm just like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like they don't like to be they don't like to be followers. They like to try to set a trend, right? So since the Emmys already yeah. gave Shit's Creek a bunch of awards. And if the Golden Globes do it, it's going to be like, oh, well, who cares? The Golden Globes already gave, you know, Emmys already gave Shit's Creek all its awards, so whatever. But mm-hmm. if the Golden Globes come out and are like flight attendant, Ted Lasso, John Boyega, they're basically like planting a flag for the next year's Emmys uh, or this year's Emmys to be like, here's what you're going to end up picking, right, to win at the Emmys. And I could see that kind of like mind game going on, which would end up with Shit's Creek winning nothing. Though, again, seems totally... Uh, unorthodox let's say to predict that because everybody loves Shit's Creek but there you go I would just love it if the only person that won was Annie Murphy because everyone keeps saying that she wasn't going to win the Emmy and if she comes along as the only one that wins it'd be so funny I'm not predicting it but so it's I'm not predicting it either but again based on the category the argument could be made so Gillian Anderson Helena Bonham Carter Julia Garner Annie Murphy and Cynthia Nixon are the supporting actress <laughs> nominees. Uh, assuming Cynthia Nixon is not going to win no. the Ratchet, even though it has, like like we said, a surprising three nominations, you could argue Gillian Anderson and Ellen Bottom Carter split the vote. And then you're left with Julie yeah. Garner and Annie Murphy. Julie Garner, great performance, and, and you know, has won a lot of uh, uh, accolades for that performance, but she has. She is not the, again, Annie Murphy in this category is like a new flavor, let's say, or a new, you know, first time nominee here in the category, maybe. So, uh, you could see the argument that she wins. And again, like they try to like kind of zig when you think they're going to zag. I don't know. I mean, that could happen. And it really could. She just had that really great trailer for her new show just come out. So it really does look great. It, it looks like, yeah, it yeah, looks really fun. That's, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Kevin can F himself, I believe it's called yeah. coming to AMC later uh, this year. <laughs> so that's, that's good. And then let me just look at your other categories. Just one that you had. You, you nailed a lot of these again, like did such a great job. Uh, let's see, you had uh, all the comedy actors, all the comedy actors, like we said, you had almost all the TV actors, uh, actresses, excuse me, and actors. You missed on, uh, you had the star of Bridgerton, obviously, uh, uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Divner, uh, but she was left off in favor of uh, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. And you had Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian, another great, uh, guess that, that did not pay off because they went Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, a show that kind of they've traditionally maybe not embraced supremely well. So those are, uh, you know, what do you think? What do you think in those acting and actress categories in the drama? Who do you think is going to win? Um, so I, to be honest, I think drama actor, I think Al Pacino is going to win. <laughs> a, a great so uh, anecdotally I've, I've heard uh, you know whispered in the in the, t- in the 
in the in the wind that they the Hollywood Foreign Press really did like Hunters and Al Pacino in that show. And you know, based on that category, it's very easy to imagine him winning it. He's the biggest name, uh, you know, and it's like a like he he has so many Golden Globes. Like he's very well liked. He has about four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could definitely see that happening, and it's like another, uh, you know, a silly, unexpected, perhaps, uh, award there. And then how about actress? Actress is a little harder, I think, because I was listening to the next best picture podcast the other day, and they were yeah. saying that a on one side, Olivia Coleman's never lost a globe. But on the other side, no one's ever won back-to-back in that category before. Right. So you've got like one side telling me that I should, and one t- side telling me I shouldn't pick Olivia Colin. I don't think that they're going to pick Laura Linney. I, I genuinely don't think Sarah Paulson's going to win. I don't think Jodie Comer's going to win. So maybe part of me is thinking that I should pick Emma Corrin, even though I obviously haven't seen The Crown, but... From what I've read, she was the part of it that everyone liked the most, or at least has been talking about the most. Certainly, yeah. Emma Emma Corn plays uh, Princess Diana Princess in the Diana. Crown. Great performance. Yeah. She is quite good. Again, I, I think you really like Olivia. I'm just going to go out on a limb based on what you like. I think you might <laughs> like the crowd because it's actually pretty amusing. And I never, I did not like the first, uh, you know, the second, the last few seasons. I thought were really boring, but this time I was yeah. quite engaged. Because uh, it just, I like it. You know what I like about it? Because it got into the uh, into the eighties and more of a modern, more of a modern kind of feel than like the stuffy, you know, fifties period stuff. Like so, but whatever. But uh, the other well, thing, well, that's a part of it that I don't like. Yeah, I don't like yeah. period stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, so the other thing going for Olivia Coleman, perhaps, is that and why she maybe doesn't win here is because she probably will win Best Supporting Actress uh, in a in a movie right because she's in the uh in the father in the best supporting actress category and you know you could the convent again glenn close is the favorite but there's a chance that i could see olivia coleman winning there so maybe she doesn't have to win for the crown uh that's a possibility too so yeah i could see emma corn winning and again a, a new a newish face that you know figures to factor heavily into the next round of emmys uh, yeah maybe the golden globes again are going to be like hey we per- we picked her first or you know we we gave her an award first before the emmys and kind of like a little bit of like inter-award show rivalry or whatever um yeah so those are just this watch is for like yeah sarah paulson to win and for us to sound really stupid i mean maybe honestly <laughs> I would, nothing would with the golden globes honestly nothing would surprise me you could tell me like the exactly. most conventional pick or the most ridiculous pick and i'd just be like sure that makes sense totally totally lily, lily collins quinn best actress in a comedy series and i'd be like sure i got that yeah no problem <laughs> so i legit would not be surprised because she got nominated for rules don't apply which yep. is just a ridiculous nomination but they truly I love, love that they really love the kids of celebrities so they do it's true they actually <laughs> seemingly like the kids of celebrities sometimes more than the celebrities this year uh we're not uh, talking about the movies but spike lee was yeah. snubbed and his kids are the golden you know they're the ambassadors his, yeah i know so. on the film side i went so hard on the five bloods because of that very reason and yeah. it did not work out for me i still came 10th in the film thing but yeah, you did. I, well, we talk, let's talk about the film side quick. Let me pull up. Uh, you did. I, we you did. You did a great job. It seems like as well on the film side. I think you had like the similar eighty-two percent. But uh, 
I think, like you said, I think you finished 10th there. Let me see. I think it's just because I um, I did my predictions like an hour before the predictions seemed to close. Nice. And I just thought sort of screw it. I'll just pick whatever I think instead of what I let hear people talking about like right. on the podcast I listen to and stuff. Yeah, you had a really good, again, I'll just go, we don't need to go through them all, but like the ones you, the ones you got wrong where I look at, I'm like, I, it totally makes sense. Like you went hard on the five bloods uh, for did. best picture and Del Rey Lindo best actor. It missed on both of those, uh, which is a bummer. And, um, and I definitely a big snub, snub. In best actress, you had Zendaya for Malcolm and Marie, a seemingly slam dunk Golden Globe nominee, again, because she's like so well liked and a young star and like kind of like- she just won the good. Emmy and- Just won the yeah. Emmy, but yeah, no, she missed the nomination there. Um, you had uh, Pete Davidson similarly for King of Staten Island. Good, good guess, because like we said, like, uh, but the one thing I wanted to say on this, you had James Corden for the prom, the odds on his nomination were, you know, pretty high. It looks like 54 to one that he would get nominated. Not a lot of people maybe predicted him to get nominated. What, what, what made you pick James Corden as a best actor nominee for the prom? Because it just seems like the stupid thing that the Golden Globes would do, to be honest. Like yeah. the last thing that I want to happen is gonna yeah. happen. So right. that's why I picked him. Yeah. And I'm just still just don't understand how he gets in and Meryl doesn't. But truly um, uh, one of the most surprising. Just bizarre. You know, very bizarre. Just, totally un, you know, unremarked upon, honestly, because like, you know, the prom kind of came and went and like it was not an awards necessarily an awards play for Netflix. It's more of like a, everybody's going to watch this over the holidays or whatever. Um, but yeah, Meryl Streep seemed like a slam dunk. Uh, best Actress nominee and somehow missed in favor Some of Some people Mary. say we're saying um, she was going to get in twice. So. Right, because she had let no, them no, I get it. as well. Yeah. She got none. I, mean, I guess she, it's possible yeah. she got, maybe she cancelled herself out. Cancelled herself out, whatever. But yeah. Marie Bakalova, Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, for French Exit. Exit. And yeah. then the other actors and actresses were uh, Kate Hudson in Music and Rosamund oh, Pike in no. I Care A Lot. Rosamund Pike has actually gotten a lot of, I've not watched that movie yet I, on Netflix. I don't know if you have, it came out this past weekend. Um, uh, but it's she's on got Amazon a lot of Prime reviews. here. Oh, okay, interesting. So, That's so um, funny. Yeah, I um, am just in the process of moving. So um, I'm going to watch it when I get to my new place. Nice. Yeah, it looks pretty, it looks <laughs> pretty good. I, it's gotten mixed reviews, but a lot of people really liked her performance and have compared it favorably to her working gone amazing girl. amy uh, yeah yeah so like that's pretty high praise so not surprising that she got nominated but the kate hudson one for music that is, music's uh, i just i'm just so stunner. grateful by it yeah it's a sia movie yeah. it has a 10 percent on rotten tomatoes and it has a one on letterbox which i've never seen a movie with a one on letterbox before yeah it's been it's been it's i've not seen it i i've not seen the movie but it has been you know widely criticized and is, is pretty broadly offensive uh to you know yeah. to, to people with autism and everything and uh yeah so the movie music though as a is on the map as a golden globe nominee uh, that is definitely going to go down in history as you know one of the uh one of the more head-scratching I... nominees yeah from what I gather, it wasn't even on the prediction center, right? Like you couldn't even pick it. 
I don't think, yeah, I'm nobody sure. was even predicting it. It's, it's a pretty, uh, pretty shocking uh, snow, a uh, pretty shocking inclusion that it was even there. Yeah, nobody was yeah. expecting it. It barely even hadn't even come out. I think it, re it just recently came out. Uh, I think about a week ago it, or yeah, something. Last week, maybe. So let me ask you this before we go in, and thank you so much for this. And again, congratulations for the good. great job predicting. Um, thank you. What are, what are you? So what are, what are your hopes for this show? Obviously, we're it's going to be a remote uh, kind of. Uh, celebratory you know whatever a ceremony and you're gonna have people in different locations and stuff what are you hoping to see I guess or anything you know are you gonna get to watch it I guess like what are your what are your plans around the globes I'm hoping that I don't have work that day and I can watch it live nice. um I hope there's not technical issues between Tina and Amy because they're obviously in different parts of the country um I know it's just sad that we're not going to get you know moments like Jacqueline Bassett on the stage just messed up out of her mind you know you know the globes everyone gets really drunk and you kind of get yeah. people falling over and giving bizarre speeches and I wonder if they're at home they might be a little less loose so um I just hope it's fun yeah. I hope that Kerry Mulligan wins I really, I really think, I think she will, honestly. I feel like yeah, it's an, yeah, I agree. Like, we didn't talk about that category, but yeah, Carrie Mulligan and Best Actress has been uh, really building a lot of momentum. I think she's going to win, and I think she's positioned to really win the Oscar also. It seems like it's heading that direction, at least. I hope so, because I've seen that movie like four times in the theater now. <clears throat> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just lucky that I'm in a place where I'm still able to go to the movies every week, so yeah that's great what, yeah. a, what a trip it, it's like talking to someone in the future i mean what must it be like to get to go to the movies and see the movie <laughs> still have to I watch know. everything at home <laughs> well our movie theaters have been open since about yeah. june or july i think yeah. the first one i saw when they reopened was i saw the assistant oh, and man. then i saw a re-release of moulin rouge which was really cool that's awesome but um yeah i mean i feel bad for people who can't see nomad land on a big screen I think yeah. it's the best way to see that movie. Um, and it, I, uh, the highest of praise, I take my dad to the movies with me sometimes and he's only not fallen asleep in two movies over the past seven years. <laughs> and Nomadland was one of them. So. That's amazing. I've, I just watched yeah. it uh, I just watched it last night here in, in, in America on Hulu on my TV. And uh, it's great. I, I really love, I really like that movie a lot. It's, I, the first time I saw it, it was on my laptop because I got like a screener or whatever. That's how they've been doing screeners this season has been like, you know, sending out links and stuff. Definitely loses yeah. something when you have to watch it on your laptop with your like name or email address blazoned across the screen <laughs> to avoid piracy. But getting to watch it on my TV, I was like, oh, this movie's great. And again, I was, I, what you just said made me like, I agree. I was like, oh, I would have loved to see this in a the theater because it's just so beautiful. And so immersive, I think it's like a theatrical experience for Nomadland. I guess we didn't even talk about Nomadland and that, that and again, uh, movies, you know, uh, do you think it has, do you think it'll win Best Picture or, or will Chicago 7 win at the Golden Globes, I guess? Like what, what is I, your prediction there? I think they love Sorkin, so they're gonna give him screenplay. Right. I think they're gonna give Chloe Jard director and mm -hmm. the picture I think can go one of three ways. And I think that's Nomadland, Trial, and Promising Young Woman. I'm not sure which way I am necessarily leading at the moment, 
but I think it would be a very globesy thing to give it to a promising young woman. That would be really incredible, and like I'd love to see it, even if I like the other two movies more personally. I, I, yeah. I like all three, honestly, and I, I promise you, it was great. But I, I, if that one, I think that would be real, uh, really great moment. It's, and it kind of shake up the race because obviously the Globes have no real crossover with the Academy, and like they don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But they also do matter because of perception and stuff. Promising a woman one best picture, uh, that would be an incredible. That would really put it, I think, in, in contention as a dark horse you know, kind of like Comer for Nomadland, which has been the favorite for months. So that would be really interesting. And fingers crossed. I I'm, I'll, I'll root, I like rooting for that kind of chaos, especially because the Promising Home is so great. It's not like when uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won and Green uh, Book won. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is a good, yeah, this is a great movie. Um, well, listen, I really think, think yeah. that, oh, I was just going to say, I think that Emerald Fennell getting in and director is a pretty big sign that they like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. I agree. That was a great, yeah, that was great. Yeah, Emerald, Emerald Fennell, I got two, I guess three nominations. She's a producer, I think, on the movie too. So three nominations or two, definitely because she's a director and screenwriter. Um, and I agree with you. I think Sorkin will win Best Screenplay and then we'll see what happens. Um, but this, well, Libby, thank you so much for doing this. Good luck uh, with your predictions and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Maybe if you win another, uh, <laughs> if you end up beating everybody at the Oscar nominations, we'll chat again uh, after that. But this is I great. hope thank so. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was really thank fun. Thank you. Thank you.